It's it's absolute malarkey, Max. I'm sick and tired of hearing about people talking about the costuming, the different shades, the hues, the just the different the, all the colors that go into the costuming. Just I think they need to step back, look past the costumes, look at those who are wearing the costumes, look at how the costumes are being portrayed, look at the effort put into those that originally tailored the costumes and see what the powerful story is that uh, Xavier and Brophy St- Theater is trying to put on. Hi, I'm Max Fees. I'm Alex Bott. And I'm Anthony Cardellini. And this is Horseplay, but we're not horsing around. Horseplay is a bi-weekly podcast where every other week we break down an issue facing the Brophy community and break it down using the five pillars of the Gratic Rad. This week, we're talking about the Xavier Brophy production of In the Heights. In the Heights is about a, a Washington Heights neighborhood in Manhattan a, and a Puerto Rican store owner named Usnavi who watches the joys and heartbreaks of his tight-knit community as they pass through his bodega. Blending hip-hop, jazz, pop, salsa, and merengue, Lin-Manuel Miranda celebrates the values we all share, culture, community, tradition, and family. What have you guys heard about this production? Well, Max, I've been on Twitter a lot lately, and... Uh... I've seen a lot about clowns, uh, whether it's those dressed-up clowns lurking at night, whether it's the clowns claiming they want to be you know, the next president of the United States, or whether uh, it's those clowns that anger me the most, those that keep broaching the topic of what we're about to discuss today and just drawing away from what In the Heights is really about. You know, emotions are running high, expectations are high, everything's high, because uh, it, it's In the Heights. I'm excited. Uh, I, I want to hear what you guys have to say about it today. There's been there's a lot there's a lot going on. There's been a lot of talk, especially on Twitter, about this production. Um, what what have you guys heard, Max? I, I hate to play the Hindu card again because I I did it last week. But um, as a Hindu, I, there's one thing I'm just obliged to have animosity towards, and that would be uh, beef products. But when I look on Twitter, I just can't can't get enough of this Twitter beef, you know. I see going back and forth all about the same argument. Uh, Anthony, do you know what that argument was? It was... Uh... No, there's been, there's been a lot of blog posts about it. it I think you, you can hardly walk down the halls without hearing about it. It's, it's kind of the elephant in the room today. I think we should go out and just say it. I think we need to be upfront about the issue that's facing us. I think we need to ignore uh, being careful around this issue, dancing around the issue, beating around the bush. Uh, my, my parents just let me get a Twitter... Uh, they're very strict, and I love, I love that about them, but uh, it, they just let me have it. And so I've been seeing the beef that Alex is talking about, uh, and I'm not going to shy away from saying it. Um, uh, just, just kidding. Who wants to say it? It's costumes. It's costumes. Um, it, it's, it's a nice uh, deep breath. I feel like a lot of the tensions uh, is, is out there now. I think that we, if we can speak freely about the costumes for this production... Um, I think that's the best thing. Yeah, Max, people are enraged that the show or the production takes such a monochromatic stance with the costumes, you know, not, uh, say, enough flavor or enough uh, variation in the costumes and how it's all centered around just one common uh, fabric, if you will. Yeah, as I understand it, in the original play, uh, the, the 12 main leads were all designed with the costume uh, using the material of denim. Uh, and at the, at the Xavier production, only three of the 12 
uh, lead costumes have denim in them. And I, I'm sitting here wondering how they're accurately going to portray the story that's about people wearing denim in a neighborhood where people wear denim with fabric that is not denim. You know, in this, this uh, you know, in, in Xavier's defense, they actually have a tailor from In the Heights who uh, is kind of working with them. I've heard good things about this. Um, a former Brophy grad who actually owns a pair of jeans from Washington Heights. And so, uh, you know, they're obviously making some efforts to include some of the fabrics of the original uh, Broadway production. Um, and, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he also said that he hopes that all high schools, that there's some high school in the Midwest that, you know, there's a guy who's wearing, he could be wearing anything that he wants, but at least he, um, you know, is connected to this show in this special way. Yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda said in, in high school, uh, you know, I don't really mind what, uh, what material you use to portray the play, uh, but, but I take issue with that. And I ask myself, now I'm a person who's been wearing denim all my life, uh, and there's a certain understanding of being a denim, wearer, a denim wearer in America that you cannot get if you have any other perspective, if you wear any, any other type of clothing. Um, there's been a lot of denim coming in uh, to our country from outside countries. You know, we don't produce much of the denim. A lot of the denim comes from, from places like South America, places like Mexico. Uh, and as the denim is coming into the country, they have people that wear this denim have a different perspective than people that wear, you know, your leather, that people that wear, you know, your linen, uh, your cotton. So what, what I'm saying is as a person who has been wearing denim, who understands the history of people that wear denim, you know, linen wearers can't just throw on denim and then get all the culture that comes with the denim. Uh, so I don't buy that argument from Lin-Manuel Miranda. Well, first off, I don't know who this Lin guy is. I don't even know if he's respected in, this, uh, in the musical theater community. But I just want to say, I might have to agree with you, Max, here, that if a plaid wearer can't wear uh, linen or denim, then why should a denim where where plaid like it, sh- it should go both ways and i feel like this tailor that was called in may provide insight or has already provided insight into the production and i appreciate xavier doing all that they can to move forward in the pl- with the music i completely agree but um you know going back to what some of the critics have said if if in the case of Brophy and Xavier, if you know that you don't have the fabrics going in, how can you do a production like this? I mean, you're not doing justice to the to the original show, and um, I, I think that that's that's where these guys are coming from. Seventy five percent of Xavier is is cotton wearing, Max. Uh, kind of the the basic style that you see in a lot of these neighborhoods. You see a lot of, a lot of cotton in Scottsdale, a lot of cotton in Arcadia, um, but you know. They only have 10% in their entire school uh, that wears denim on a regular basis. Uh, and, and so I don't understand why Xavier would, would take on a production where denim is such a key to understanding the point of the play uh, when, they, when they only have a certain number of people that wear denim on a regular basis that understands what it means to wear the denim and that's something uh, – so I, I agree with you, Max. I don't know why they would, they would do something like that. Well, I feel like it would be a greater injustice for them to shy away from such a powerful musical and such powerful costuming. I mean, maybe cotton's not my style. Personally, cotton isn't my style. I'm uh, more of a corduroy man myself, and I'm happy to see that Xavier is breaking barriers and taking on this production. 
You know, um, one thing that concerns me uh, regarding the Grad at Grad is uh, open to growth because for a lot of these productions, they're hosted in the Piper Performing Arts Center and they don't allow food or drink in there. And so, you know, a critical part uh, um, about the Grad at Grad is being open to growth and part of that is about physical well-being. And so, you know, as an athlete, I find paying attention to those gains is incredibly important. If I can't be getting my protein in, during the performance, you know, I feel like they're not supporting the grad at grad. Max, I have no idea what you're t- what protein. I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, I will say one thing. I wish that the body of Christ was better incorporated. You know, where's the spiritual food? When I, when I go to a play, you know, I want to be satisfied both emotionally by the play, but spiritually. And I, I don't really understand why Xavier would not have an opportunity for me to become spiritually satisfied. Now, now, of course, I'm not talking about in the Heights. I can't go. It's too inappropriate. My parents won't let me, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I, I wish that we had a little bit more uh, of the gratitude of religious at these plays. Um, and I, don't, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about with protein. I don't know what that is, but, but I think it's a good point for you to bring up uh, trying to be open to growth, trying to be more religious. Max, unlike Anthony and as probably the most jack guy in the room, I would, I'm very familiar with protein, creatine, all of it. I love it. Get my daily dose. Who's and, Jack? And, uh, and uh, essentially, I find it hard just to even talk about costumes because sometimes I was in a play back in middle school and uh, it's pretty traumatic. I, the, the costumes wouldn't fit. My muscles were simply too big, Max. And oh. uh, I was in a show called Hamilton. That was fun. You know, you brought up Hamilton, and, you know, last year, Hamilton uh, was, you know, another immigrant story of, uh, incorporating lots of rap about our founding fathers. And so, you know, last year, I thought that Hamilton was probably overhyped. There was another great production, um, Jurassic Park the Musical, and I thought that, uh, the, the, I just thought the music on that one had an edge over Hamilton. I, I agree, Max. I think they were robbed of a Tony last year. Jurassic Park really was what everyone was talking about. I, I have to talk about the, the rap perspective, the rap part of, of course. In the Heights. Um, you know, In the Heights is, like you said, a musical with a lot of rap. Uh, and so as I'm, as I'm listening to the soundtrack, I'm thinking, why, why is In the Heights about race? Like, they're racing to get these words out. When they're speaking, it's like they're racing. They're trying to, they're trying to talk quickly. And I don't want to make this play about a race. I don't want this play to be people upstage, you know, showing things like how, how quickly they can race, what they're, you know, I, I don't understand why we need to make this about race. You know, it's not a race. You can take your time. You can say the words in a timely fashion. Uh, we'll all go home happy. But when you make it about race, I think that that's where you cross the line. Uh, and, and, and that's why, that's one of, one of the things that makes me uncomfortable about rap music in In the Heights, it makes In the Heights about race. And I don't think it should be about race at all. You know, it's about what you're saying, not about how fast you say it. Right, when you step on the stage, you're not just trying on clothes in your room. When you get on the stage, that costume you're presenting with the world. It becomes communal. I'm trying to be beyond costume blind here, all right? I think that in the end, it's not about the costumes. It's, it's not about just any of the ridiculous arguments being made. I think it's more about what the costumes represent, the struggles that those people wearing the costumes are overcoming, and how the people in the audience engender a sense of rather sympathy or understanding towards 
those in the costumes. You know, I, I have to I have to agree with Max and disagree with Alex today, which seems like I'm doing a lot. Uh, and I, and I got to say that the fourth Harry Potter is the best one. You know, not not the fifth one, but also. You know, when we're when you have people, I, I come from a background where I wear uh, a, a lot of stripes, a lot, a lot of a lot of striped shirts, um, and and a lot of people in this play, you know, is based on a neighborhood where people wear a lot of striped shirts, and I think that when you have that experience, there's there's a culture that uh, comes from the striped shirts that you can't represent with uh, with plaid, with checkers, you know, and, and so I don't I don't oh, think. I'm sorry. <laughs> no polka dots. I'm oh yeah, saying. you can't you can't represent it with polka dots, and and so that, that's why I think that that this play will not be able to accurately portray the story because the story is about people that that wear stripes, uh, and and Xavier takes it and you know they, they want to make them so monochromatic, uh, they want to make the style uh, you know just just solid solid color, and and I, and I don't think that that's gonna work out when it when it comes to actually being able to put on a production that reflects the culture of you know wearing wearing stripes. Anthony, you talked about polka dots and stripes and how one can't portray the other. Then inherently, aren't you being costume blind here and just not seeing the other side of it? If a person that, say, wore polka dots wanted to play, want to wear a costume of someone that wore stripes in this I, production. They can't, you know, if, if that, that person wearing polka dots is trying to steal my culture, that, that's what it comes down to. You know, they're, they're trying to take away from from what, you know the experiences that I've had as a person wearing stripes. When you are a stripe wearer in America, there are times that you face discrimination. Polka dot wearers do not understand what that feels like, and that's why, bot. That's why I don't think that they can accurately portray uh, a stripe wearer in a play like In the Heights. I think you there's an inherent flaw in your argument in that you're just disregarding the talent and the hard work that goes into the, the costumes made of polka. I think uh, polka dot lives matter. I strongly stand by it. And I believe that they should be given an opportunity to uh, portray what it was like g- growing up in the Washington Heights community. You know, I'd like to bring things back to, um, well, the Phoenix Theater, they also did a production of In the Heights. And uh, I, d- I don't think they had they ran into the same problems involving uh, costuming. And so um, what do you think the differences between a high school production and a professional production are? I mean, what type of limitations might a high school have concerning the type of uh, of fabrics that they get to use? I mean, so within the last uh, seven or eight minutes we've been talking, I had a chance to look up uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda in depth and learn everything about him. And what he said was basically that in a high school production, it should play a minimal or almost no role at all because that's that's where you're finding your love, baby. You know, you just get into theater. You're learning the the fabric shouldn't be a factor. The shoes you wear shouldn't be a factor. The only thing that should be a factor is your passion to portray the role.
I'm Max Fees. I'm Alex Bott. And I'm Anthony Cardellini.